everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Pro Show. Today is Sunday, July 20th. My name is Angela. My name is Murphy. And as most of you know, The Pro Show is not a real show. It is a social experience because I don't look at you. I look at the chat room, which I have here on my iPad. It's also over here on a monitor. <laughs> there's that other one. It's full screen on your screen. Full screen on my screen. <laughs> it's over there on monitor where we can see ourselves, and it's over here too, but Murphy. And, and it's also in the best lower third on the internet. There it is. Right down there. The very lower third that Murphy has been a part of for how long? I think four years. I think so too. Four years, because Stoked was going on four years ago. That was where I originally found Jupiter Broadcasting. Some people might know me. I did Foundry Files over there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on the faux show, I think, for the Cards Against Humanity episode, which yes. we will be talking about. Which if is you relevant. At the title. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, four years of watching all the shows, as you can see. Fan of Unfilter. <laughs> Good show. Um, yeah, but yeah, today we're talking about board games. Yes, we are. And you're a big board game fan. Yeah, a bit. I don't have a picture to show off my uh, are you awesome collection. Me? Oh, okay. I was going to say, like like every other Instagram picture you post is of you playing a board it's game. Some board game, but not yeah. all of them. Right, Sadly, yeah. I looked and I went, oh, crap. I've never posted all the games I own. You should do that when you get home. Yeah, I should. I'll yeah. definitely get one. But if you uh, if you watch enough of my Instagram, it's Admiral underscore underscore Murphy. That's one underscore. No, it's two. They That's two some, underscores. Somebody took... The uh, one with one underscore, Aww. so I had to take it with two. Okay. But uh, if you follow me over there, you can see a bunch of board game pictures that, because me and my friends are playing them all the time since I recently got them addicted into board gaming, because before they were not into it at all. In fact, my one friend was like, wow, this is really nerdy. Why would I ever do this? <laughs> oh, because it's fun. Yes. Yes. It's a very good social game. So how would you find a board game? Um, there's multiple ways to do that. And this is beyond just finding the simple board games at, uh, like your target or your Walmart. Um, cause most times you can find some pretty decent games there, but there's a lot of better games out there, which mm-hmm. is uh, what I'm going to hopefully show you guys how to do. Um, so similar to Jupiter broadcasting, there's this group out there called the dice tower and they do uh, a podcast on board games as well. Um, Kay. and so you can check out their audio podcast, but they're also on YouTube and they do thousands and thousands of reviews hmm. on board games there's some coming out every couple of hours now it says board game breakfast let's uh i'm trying to remember which one was your, there you yeah, go Ta-da. um is do they always do a board game yep. at breakfast is that is yeah, that always like, the title of their show uh no the board game breakfast is on their youtube channel so that's um every like i think it's monday or tuesday something like that um they'll come out with a video that's like um the, the people who do the dice tower and then a bunch of other people. Okay. And they uh, they review the uh, they talk about game news and stuff like that. And so uh, they also have their dice tower podcast that you can download. And then some other cool stuff like um, every year they do a people's uh, voting mm-hmm. where the host of the shows that they do will list their top 100 favorite games, which is a lot to pick from. Yeah. And if you do uh, people's choice. Uh, every year they'll go through and people will vote on their favorite games. So you've got people from across the internet who are voting on these games and you can find some of the best ones. So you could even go to here and right away, top 10 games right here that people have voted for online. Wow. And I, in fact, own pretty much every game on this <laughs> list. Wow. There's a few uh, missing, or at least in the top 10. Sure. I don't have uh, 100 games yet. 
I'm working on it. You gotta scroll slow because you'll oh, make people sick. I'm sorry, internet. I don't mean it. <laughs> I'm sorry, lower third. <laughs> lower third, don't kill me. Yeah, but so even people will recognize stuff like Ticket to Ride. Most people have probably, I think, have heard of that game by now. If you uh, watch television, oh, you haven't heard of it. Nope, I don't. Oh, I don't watch television though, so oh, <laughs> I'm not TV for like five or six years. from all that TV, you shouldn't be watching. Yeah, well, you know, kids. So. Um, yeah, but so there's a bunch of games out there that you guys can check out, and this is one of the sources you can go to. Um, and they do pretty good reviews, and um, there's other groups. We'll bring up a, a Reddit later on that has some more groups. Or now. You want to show it now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's a there's a Reddit page you guys can go to where there's other people, too. Dice Tower's listed up there right away. It's in the show notes. Go to jupiterbroadcasting.com and find this show, and then scroll down. You'll find... Uh, You'll find this link there. So there's the Dice Tower, which is the first one that Murphy talked about. There's the Undead Viking. There's Team Covenant. And what's cool is there's a there's just a one sentence summary of of this particular source and whether they like it or not. So yeah, um, shut up and sit down. Watch it played, which is one that you that's, like. That's one I've I've liked. Um, I've learned uh, quite a few of my games actually from going there. So what the Watch It Played guys do is when uh, they have a game, they're going to talk about like. Um, on the top 10 list here, they showed uh, Seven Wonders. And I didn't know how to play this game. And it's a little harder to teach that game, mm-hmm. but it's easy once you get the hang of it. Okay. But So these guys, what they basically did was they put together a video where they show how you play the game. And then the cool thing is he actually went through a game and played it like, oh, wow. in a video series. So like they played one round of the game, then asked the audience, all right, what move would you like us to do that with that we've kind of taught you the game? And in the next video, we'll do that move and then see how oh. the game progresses out so it was yeah. like a overtime thing so that was really cool to see that it's kind of a unique twist these guys are doing yeah. compared to other video people no kidding um and then see ricky royal and then tabletop is another one that you liked yeah a lot of people might know tabletop especially star trek fans because will wheaton is the one uh, who ah. created tabletop that's on geek and sundry and a lot of people will know that one if you know about it but uh if you don't go watch tabletop because the cool thing about it is will wheaton plays board games with celebrities so yeah. like They've gotten tons of other Star Trek stars on, different science fiction guys on. Very Pretty cool. much anybody they ask that they think, oh, our audience would like to have on the show, they'll bring them on. Like, uh, you have it up. Uh, you can bring it up there. You can see some of the stars that they list there. Yeah. They'll play F- a game. Felicia Day. Yep. Uh, Pat Rothfuss. I don't, I don't know. know that one. I don't know. Brandon Latch. Yeah, but it, it's I really funny. Oh, Seth Green. Cool. Yeah. So they play board games with these guys, and they'll pick a game out that they feel will be good on the show, and it's a really high in production like you could see this thing on tv probably and it wouldn't be a surprise so they, they'll sit down play play a game they pick out after they explain the rules real quick cool and um oh my gosh that's great yeah so like um a lot of the games that you'll probably hear uh, on these websites and stuff are going to be played on here because they're trying to get these games out there to people and they get really popular especially because tabletop plugs them Mm-hmm. And so they'll go and cover that, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And the last one was uh, Fantasy Flight Games. So if uh, if you haven't checked any of those out, you should because, yeah, that's really cool. Now, do you have, when you introduce your friends to a new game, do you have them go watch <laughs> an no, episode? No, usually um, I haven't. I've, I, if they start to get into gaming and they're curious, I will I will then send the stuff out. Direct them. Yeah. To like this I'll faux say, show? Check that out. <laughs> yeah, w- watch this faux show now, guys. And go to the show notes. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, the trick is usually determining... Um, 
what type of gamer you're dealing with when you're playing a board game because a lot of people are used to like Monopoly and the, the simple games like right. that. These are a little more they're different to teach because it's not roll your dice, move a few spaces, and something happens. There's some thinking to it where you have to right. think what move am which I going to make. Which is one of the major differences between what you can find at Target and Walmart or yeah, whatever. Yeah, most Target those games are, are there for the family where it's like, right. I don't have to teach the kids how to play this. It's just something to keep them entertained. <laughs> it's kind of mindless. And yeah, exactly. Um, whereas these games, there's some strategy and some thinking to it. So when you're dealing with a new gamer, you want to keep it simple for them still where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm slowly introducing them to this game that they might like. Um, a big one out there is Settlers of Catan. That's mm -hmm. a that's one that's very popular. If you've watched like The Big Bang Theory, you've heard of it. There, I have the game. That's the one I actually used to get my friends in the gaming. Um, we went to my friend's college and we're visiting there, and his roommate has a few board games in there, like Cards Against Humanity, Settlers of Catan, Ticket to Ride, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, my one friend hadn't ever played a board game before, so we sit him down. We play Settlers of Catan, and he loved it. He mm -hmm. had to play it again and again. And then we get back to my house where he learns I have it. We literally <laughs> played it three times that night. Oh my gosh! And it was funny because I hadn't played that game in a while. Because um, since I've been used to playing other games, it's a pretty simple strategy game once you get used to it. So as a gamer, I hadn't touched it in, for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So it was cool though getting him to play this game, getting to play it again myself. Mm -hmm. And now he knows almost all the games in my collection. So you said you played it three times that night. Is it not like Monopoly, where like the game never ends? <laughs> uh, Monopoly <laughs> is like that weird game where you can sit down for hours and hours and it can never end but which these ones kind of do thing. end these ones do usually end it the lengths usually depend like settlers of Catan, you can probably play in 40 minutes sometimes because so, it's based on points yeah the way it works is for like settlers of Catan, what you're going to do is you get some resource cards you've got like bricks wood and stuff and you have to go out on the board and build settlements mm -hmm. and so a settlement's worth like one point and as you get the resources and you're trading with your neighbors you have to get up to 10 points to win the game mm -hmm. so there once you hit 10 points game's over Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, like other games, um, I didn't bring it with me. It's in my hotel room. But uh, there's a game out there called King of Tokyo you guys should check out. It's one like family game of the year, mm -hmm. party game of the year. It's basically um, a game where monsters go and fight each other. And you're playing as like like Godzilla. Except <laughs> he's called Gigazor in the game. And you, you're uh, fighting other monsters in the game. It's like Yahtzee. If you've played Yahtzee, you're rolling dice and trying to get... Mm -hmm. um, certain numbers in this game you're trying to get points or attack the other monsters and kill them and it's a really simple game the fun thing is once you teach it you just go when you roll this it does this to get points and so on mm -hmm. um, once you teach that this game can be played in like 10 15 minutes and you can keep playing it over and over again really quick and this is actually another game i'd say i have high success with teaching now people. would dylan be able to play it do you think at five possibly it says it's for two to six players no wait it, I'd be curious. I haven't tried to teach somebody that little, but mm -hmm. a lot of the friends I have that I've taught them, they go, wow, my little brother or sister could probably learn this. Oh, look at that. Denied. <laughs> I mean, at, okay. at, at the very least, it's rolling dice and learning that. I mean, yeah. maybe he won't pick up on the strategy, but he should, he should sure. at least get the rules of the game. Yeah. You roll the dice, this is what happens. You want to try to get points or attack all the other monsters and knock them out of the game. Sure, right. So, And it's very simple, which is really nice. Um, Ticket to Ride's another one. That's uh, I mentioned before, if you go check that one out, it's very simple. You're drawing cards to try to make train routes on a board. Mm -hmm. And you're setting up your routes, trying to get the most points. That one takes a little longer, but mm -hmm. it does have a definite like end time. It usually takes 40 to 50 well, that's minutes. That's good, because yeah, a lot of games that, that I've played, they, they just take forever. Yeah, so. Monopoly is definitely one of them where you don't really know, just because it's a lot of left up to chance. At least with these games, mm -hmm. you've got strategy, so you can kind of 
tell when it's going to end. If you're teaching the game, of course, it's going to take a while, or if you have more players. I had a really good joke in there. Uh-oh. Because Monopoly has said? chance or the tre treasure chest, right? Oh, so I was going to say, or the treasure it? chest. The, the, uh, you is it the free parking chance. thing? No, no the, the no, cards. The community chest. Community chest, yeah. That's it. Uh, but I, I failed, but at least I explained my failing. <laughs> <laughs> took us a bit. I yeah. haven't played Monopoly in forever. I had, um, I have Monopoly City. It's like where you build a city instead. I want the houses and Jupiter stuff. Broadcasting Monopoly. That'd be cool, right? Guys, right into Hasbro. Get them to make that. <laughs> do you, uh, do you want to talk about Board Game Geek? Yeah, this is another uh, website you guys can go check out. It's basically like the collective knowledge of the internet on board games. It kind of, uh, on first glance, looks like a a Reddit of board games. It really is. There's a bunch of forums for it. Basically, this is another source you guys can wow. go to to, to search for board games. This is a really good format. They've got a section mm -hmm. for videos, a section for forums. Yeah, like I, when I am, um, yeah. the uh, the cool thing is like you can search a board game. They do their own top 10 or not their top 10. They, they rank all the board games, uh -huh. all of them from first and I wonder up. where I'd find that. Um, I don't know, but hmm. it's it was it was hard for me to find because I was curious yeah. to see what they had in like oh, they the number have a one podcast stuff too. Yep, um, they do cool. their own video series too, similar to the, the other ones we mentioned. If you look it up, it's uh, okay. Uh, it should be under Board Game Geek too. The hotness, so they have games yep. over here. And so it's cool because like um, a game that Chris would love, you probably want to bring this up. I think he's seen it before. It's called Star Trek Fleet Captains. This is for all you Trekkies out there. This oh is, yeah, yeah. I, I know you've seen this because he was like immediately, like, "Can we buy this game?" When mm -hmm. he heard about it, I think he bought it. Did he actually buy it? I think so. Oh wait, I think I went to, but then I changed my mind about something else. Yeah, but this birthday. is a really good Star Trek game, guys. Um, uh, so wow, as, look at that. Yeah, look, look at this game. If you are a ship geek like uh, me and Chris, already you're gonna <laughs> love it just because it has the ship models in. They're not painted or anything. Mm -hmm. Um. Though you can get them painted probably if you find the right people, you can do it yourself. Yeah. But because I've seen some really nice painted models for this game, but it's a really cool Star Trek game. Basically, what it is is you play as either the Federations, the Cleons, or in the uh, they did an expansion last year where you could play as Romulans. Oh, cool! And you're pretty much playing through what is a season of Star Trek. the The fun thing is, um, the first game I played, uh, I had Captain Janeway Yay. put her on a, a ship, and it got lost first turn of the game. Just like the show, <laughs> I, and it was just by chance because in the the you have encounter cards, which are basically stuff that happened in the show, just repeated in the game, mm -hmm. and it's really cool just because you get the Star Trek experience and the objectives you're going for are similar to what they did in Star Trek. The Federation is usually trying to go explore planets and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, while the Cleons, most of their missions are going to consist of blowing other ships <laughs> up or conquering planets. And that's right. the cool thing about the game. And it has so much replayability because you get different ships each game. That is really cool. Um, I was going to sneak in a last chance to be a hero, Doctor. Get going. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a fun game. Check it out. I think from what I'm seeing, what I really liked, especially about uh, the Board Game Geek site, is they have a new page up, which is for another expansion, it looks like, that's coming out, which will be the Dominion. So as a mm. huge Dominion fan myself, um, I can't wait to play that expansion. Yeah, that, that looks really fun. I guess I should mention the other Dominion then, since I that seems like a good time for a yes. segue. Yes. Um, I didn't plan that either, people. Is it so. a good segue when you point out that it's a good segue? I hope so. I'm going to still count it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Do it. So Dominion is this awesome game uh, that literally is what got me into board gaming um so i wasn't i had played board games most of the simple games and mm -hmm. stuff like you'd find at the uh, the store but i hadn't done it i was doing video games at the time and this was like two years ago 
and my dad's friend brings this game over called Dominion, um, which if you saw the photo cover, it's on the floor. I don't want to get it. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's this card game where you play with a set of like 10 cards that do a variety of things, and you're, you're using money to buy the cards and then eventually points in the game. And the cool thing about this game is the 10 cards you play with are different each time you play. So once oh, you start and it's to learn 10 it, cards of many, right? Yeah, so the, the, the base game, which he brought over to our house, had about 23 different cards in it. So he picks out 10, the, the 10 that it says to learn the game with your first time. And so we play through the game, and it was a blast because I was thinking during the game, like, ooh, should I be buying this to try to beat my opponents, mm -hmm. to try to get the most points in the game and stuff like that? And the nice thing is it's super easy to teach. It usually goes, they actually call it the ABCD method, where it's like, A, play your action cards first. B, buy your cards next. C, clean up your cards. And D, draw new cards for your next turn. And just yeah. that. Wow. The tough part is getting the strategies in the game just because um, you have a bunch of cards that work differently with each other. So mm -hmm. the trick is learning that. Mm -hmm. And so, and the fun thing is there's actually a, an Instagram pick. I don't know if you can pull it up here. Um, I had an Instagram Yours? pick. Yeah. Where you can see all the expansions. This game has a couple expansions to it, like nine. There are n literally nine expansions to it. So if you really get into the game, oh, you need the double yeah. space. See, I told well, you somebody you did took it, on, it. You did that on Instagram and Twitter or uh, just Instagram? No, Twitter is single. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that's Admiral underscore Murphy. It's simple there. Okay. It's everywhere else, apparently, people decided to take it, which was really mean. <laughs> There's us. It's, it's a lot okay. further down, I think, but you'll, you'll notice it. It's me holding a bunch of boxes, and that's all the Dominion expansions. And basically, you can go and you can just play with the base set. I know people who are perfectly fine with it. In fact, one of my friends just wants to play with that. It's and not that cool. one, is it? No, that's not it. That's me working with the boxes I crush. Oh, okay. It was funny, though, because I, I post that picture, and she asked um, if I could come to their house and crush all the boxes they apparently have stuck in their garage. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, I, oh, I post okay. that picture. Like, yeah. I love crushing oh, the yeah, boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, come work. here next. I said yes. Yep. They have a ton of boxes. Yep. I do remember. This photo will come up eventually, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, well, they're not. They're, uh, well, I'm not scrolling them, which is good. Um, so let's see. Somebody posted a link uh, from the lower third with a customized. You know what? Customized I think it's further up. Further up? Yeah, I think you passed it. Oh, um, that's what you can customize your own Monopoly. Yeah, I've been so seeing tons of that. I could you totally. can see all the different types. And like, I know there's a Facebook Monopoly. Where is that? You know, it might have been further down. I lied to you. If it is I think you did. I lied. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. a really good picture though, to show the game. Oh, there's a cool game. Yeah, that one is Twilight uh, Imperium. Okay. Um, I'm not going to recommend that out here on the show to you new guys, just because it is a four-hour-long game that is complex wow. strategy. My brother loves it, though. and uh, It took you until Twilight, right? <laughs> yeah, especially when you get a lot of people in. It gets really ridiculous. Um, you know what's sad is I didn't see the whole photo when we scrolled through that, which means I don't know what happened to okay. it. Okay. But well, it's basically, I held the boxes, and they were stacked up to you. Yeah. It was crazy. And so, as a hardcore fan, I like playing with all the sets and all the strategies, because me and my brother play all the time. And uh, the cool thing is, we do a show, if you go over on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, it's called Dominating Dominion. And over here, you can see, we actually, if you want to learn more about this game, because it is really fun, and it's super easy to teach people, so you can get a lot of people into it. Um, you can go check us out here. We explained the game in our first episode, and uh, we did a reboot where we, because uh, we got our production quality up 
quite a bit <laughs> as later episodes went on. Mm-hmm. And so we did it again where we covered the first set people play with. But in the show, basically what we do is we'll play a set of Dominion with the cards and then discuss the strategies we use to try to, to win the game and stuff like that. So we end up discussing the cards and saying, when do you want to buy this playing the game and when uh, don't you? So if you get into Dominion, go ahead and check the show out here because you guys can uh, learn a lot about the game there. And cool. a lot of people do similar things across YouTube for the game. So you can definitely do some searching because this is very popular. In fact, on the Dice Tower for many, many years, that was the number one game people voted on. It only lost its, uh, it lost to King of Tokyo this ah. year. And it got bumped down to like number three or something like that. Wow. But it's still a really popular game that people enjoy. So Q5Sys says the Access Allies is his favorite game. I have not played that one, but I've heard very many good things about it. Um, my uh, my, I have uh, two uh, friends. They're twins, and their dad does a bunch of wargaming. I don't know if he has that one, but we've done like the tabletop wargaming, mm-hmm. where it's like you get a a bunch like of Risk? miniatures. No, it's like oh. um, it's similar to what you have up there. That's HeroScape. That That's looks actually, really cool. It's really cool. The sad <laughs> thing is, guys, it's out of print. You can't get it anymore, which is really sad. But uh, we basically <laughs> played a a war game. You got a lot of there's a kitty. Um, <laughs> But uh, if you, it's somewhere there. I've taken pictures of the wargaming. If you see like miniatures and like a castle in the background, that's gonna be it. And basically, their dad, he collects the miniatures and he paints them himself. Like this one, right? Yep, that's it. Yeah, with a very nice uh, collage app. I might add. (laughs) That was totally recommended to me on the faux show. And so basically, he spends his free time just painting the miniature stuff. And he says it's a time investment and a money investment, but it's what he likes to do. So we've gone over there, and, and the, like in that one, it was uh, I was playing with my friend against his dad, and we were trying to siege the castle. And it's fun just because like we were discussing strategy early on and how to get over the walls and then into the castle without getting killed. Mm-hmm. And so that's a fun one. Uh, Hero Escape though is like it's a more simplified version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sadly, it's off the market. It's a really fun game, though. I just started getting my friends into playing that. Dude. Oh, there we go. That's Dominion. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> oh, so now you guys can see how crazy I am. I have all the boxes. Yeah, um, except for the little yellow one. Oh, yeah, there's a little yellow one. I do have that one somewhere, but it's I think we might have tossed it by now because we threw it in the main box. Yeah, sure. It's basically, if you get this little box, it replaces the treasure cards you play with, so they just look nicer because the other ones just had, this is one and this is two on it. Right. Um, Yep, that's yeah, a lot of Dominion. If you look up Pure Escape, you can probably still get your hands on it. It's just going to cost you a lot of money. It might be worth it if you really like gaming, but mm-hmm. I'd have to see. I haven't seen what the prices are on that. Or like a garage sale and somebody doesn't realize that. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the time, I like my mom said, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Because mm-hmm. she was like, I could see somebody easily pitching this stuff yeah. and not realizing how much it's worth. Because even yep. single, single figures in that game, because um, in the game you can play as like orcs and agents and all this stuff and fight each other Mm -hmm. and so single figures can go for so much depending on how rare they were like the printed copies and stuff which is really cool Mm. um oh and the other thing i want to bring up to you guys uh, about dominion too is if you can't get your hand on a physical copy or you can't find anybody to play with you uh if you go to playdominion.com you can play the game free right now with people online there's tons of people always playing you can just go to the multiplayer and you can play there you get access to all the base cards for free nice and um or you can sign up, and um, if you want, you can buy the expansions there and have the expansion cards. Though, if you want, if you have a friend like me, I have the <laughs> expansion cards. So you, if you find somebody like that, you can play with them and use their cards, which is really cool. And this is what I really like. This is what we use now on um, Dominating Dominion to play our games and record them. And it's really fun. It's a good oh, uh, way so, to play. And so then you don't use the physical cards at all then when you use that, right? 
Yeah, this is just online. Right. You're playing with okay. the cards on there, and it's real. It's really nice and easily set up to uh, for new users and stuff like that. So it's not really complicated because mm-hmm. online most games you can play online too. Mm-hmm. It's just they're a little weirdly set up. This was set up very nicely, and it's really easy to play. And it's nice because you can play it for free. Yep. Just with the base cards. Awesome. All right, you got something up here. What do you got? Yeah, I have um, the six board games, interesting board games to play for 2014. And the first one is called 404 Not Found. And I literally thought that it was a bad link when I first read that. And then Uh I saw the picture. (laughs) And that's literally the name of the game. So um, I'm not sure exactly. It looks like another card game. Yeah, it Um, looks like one. It might be um, most card games. I always assume when I see them right away are deck builders. That's what Dominion is. And when mm. Dominion got huge, they made a lot of different types of them. So it could be one of those. Okay. So um, it's a play in an hour, a little longer if it's your first game. And uh, it opens with the players being assigned a special ability chip and starting in a starting location um, before drafting their new directives. And uh, these are hidden from the other players and tell you what the situations you'll need to create in order to win the game. So... um, it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different things that you set on the board. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like you get some cards off to the side. I haven't personally heard about this game. I'm behind mm-hmm. in my new game. I know yeah. a lot of the main ones, though. Um, um, Allegiance, have you heard of that one? Around no, I have not. Dividend. It looks like it might not be. Uh, it must be a board game, but that's a lot of that's a lot of rules and stuff and information. I don't know. Um, you know, was Magic like the start of the card games or was there something before that? Magic the Gathering? Yeah. That, um, so the way it worked was Dominion came out, I, th- I believe, and that one made it huge. And then Magic the Gathering, I think, came out and oh, okay. that one made it even bigger. Like that was a huge game. And I know my brother is into that. I am not because I know if I ever play the game, I'm going to love it and have to buy all <laughs> of it. Yeah. Because he has bought a lot of cards. I think once he bought $70 worth online just in one go. Wow. Yep. So um, it's it's a definitely a game you can get invested into. Rakai found HeroScape for $160 on Amazon. Yep. And that's probably just the base. A lot of people who have the game, there are tons of expansions to it, too, where you can just buy more figures, more uh, terrain setup. Because the cool thing is, like, if um, you can see it there, it's like terrain. You set it up. And you play on it so you could buy like snow terrain or a castle and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's definitely an investment. Do you want to click on his link over there while I. Um, yeah, I can bring it up. This next one is a smorgas- smorgasbord, which actually looks kind of fun. Um, uh, only one left in stock, it says, if it's correct. So if one fan wants to go out there and get this game for 160 bucks, you can, but there's only one. Can you click on the second picture. Yep. So this is some, what would you get? You get some basic figures with it. Oh, yeah, some but of the no, basic no walls, no castles? No, you get, like, some ruined walls, but, like, oh, okay. um... Nothing like what yeah, you had. Yeah, we had a we have a castle expansion, which my friends love. Yeah. They loved building it. Well, they, yeah. It, the, the thing you, if you do have this game already, or you're, you are looking to get what copies are left, um, is the setup time for it is really long, but it's fun when you're doing it with friends to set up the board, mm-hmm. and then the playtime's really short. And it's really easy to teach. You just go, okay, you roll dice, just follow what says on the cards for your units, and then attack the other person. There you go. And you get some special abilities. So Magic has been around since 1993, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know when Dominion came out. And let's Okay, see. so the Magic might have been out beforehand then, because mm-hmm. Dominion's maybe 10 years oh, okay. I think we'd have to look it up have you played the Battlestar Galactica game it's come Uh-oh. up several times in the uh oh I just got it my oh brother, yeah my brother actually just picked it up we've played it oh, once sweet. so far we haven't it was just kind of like our test game we sure. got annihilated we <laughs> didn't make it to uh, I think it's uh, is it Cobol Cobol 
I, I think that I haven't seen Battlestar. I, I watched through it recently for my first time, so I'm still new to the franchise. But after I saw the show, Rikai found a link for Walls and Towers, another sixty-seven dollars. Yeah, you click on gets, that link. It gets expensive. You can find literally all the expansions. Like even we're playing it so much now, my brother's even like, maybe I can find some figures that are still like not ridiculously priced. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the castle, and I'm it's totally really cool to see set up. Any garage store I'm going to, I'm I'm gonna watch out for. Yeah, for like game stuff. literally, this is a great game for kids too. Like adults play it all the time. Still, it looks like a kids <laughs> game though, but it, adults play it all the time, and it's great for kids. The review, if you go over to the Dice Tower, I love what he does over there when he reviews this game because this mm-hmm. is like one of his top personal games. Is he has his kids throw all the pieces at the wall as hard as they can to show how they don't break. Oh wow! And he goes, "That's awesome. Look, these are kids proof. Watch." And they throw the pieces at the wall, and it's great. So it, it's, okay. it's a great game for ki- little kids, too. Like, his little kids were apparently playing it, even yeah, though the age is Step like one, 10. is it good for kids? Pass. Throw it at the wall. <laughs> All right. Um, this uh, interested me a little bit because yeah. I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, I think it's funny. Uh, you have to refresh the page or... Um, your account gets suspended or Uh-oh. collect a free light card. <laughs> so, there are so many, so many people have redone mon- and Monopoly to, to yeah. do it. It's so funny. Yeah. Like, but I mean, this looks really fun. I would yeah. totally, you, the, instead of community treasure or community chest, chest and yeah. what was the other one? Uh, chance. chance. Uh, it's like and status. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I would totally do that. And I totally want to brainstorm doing a Jupiter Broadcasting Monopoly. That would be really cool. Like for That'd be when, cool if the fans worked on it. When viewers came to the studio, we could play a game of that. That'd be awesome. Just have so. it off on the side after a show. Go play it. Yep. That'd be cool. I feel like a fan out there is now like, I can do that. I'll do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Don't let me down. <laughs> um, and then this one's interesting. It's called Hey Bartender. Um, little... Uh, I don't know how much fun you'd have, <laughs> just because it's not your uh, your thing. But uh, not twenty one. I, I think it might be fun. I think it might be fun. It has all the different drinks. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny, actually. Why can't I? Oh, there. Chat room. There we are. Um, cocktail cards. Anyway, um, Settlers of Catan. Yep, that's the that's you the played one. That one? Ba- base, that's the one a lot of people will get into board gaming with. In fact, if you're mm-hmm. interested, I'd say this is a perfect game for you guys to start out with because it's easy to teach, easy to learn, and there's enough strategy there that it's interesting. Okay. And so and yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good game, and um, you can that's one you can pick up at uh at Walmart, Target. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's pretty popular now. People are picking it up all the time. Uh oh, this is yeah. a friend my friends just got me into, and I want to pick it up now. <laughs> um, this we th- basically other than the war gaming uh, games we do over there, Zombicide is like uh, you go into a city and swarms of zombies just come after you and you fight them, and it's fun. It's so funny that you say that because they a swarm of zombies can't really come to you unless you physically move them, right? Yeah. Or read the a way, card. The, the way it works is basically uh, you'll move into a space if you make a noise from the spawn zones that you put on the board. Zombies are going to start coming from that way. Huh. And as long as you're making noise, they keep coming. And you flip these cards that say, okay, like three walkers spawn here. Okay. Or two running zombies spawn here. Okay. And stuff like that. And as you kill more, you get experience. And you go uh-huh. into different difficulties. Sure. Sounds so like Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah. So <laughs> as you bit. kill more, it's going to get harder and harder. So, And it's really fun. Like You get different weapons. Like there you got the katana. And like I was really sad because the last game I was I, I felt bad because all I had was like a submachine gun and all my <laughs> friends had really cool named weaponry like pause gun 
and Ma's shotgun and stuff like that. And I was like, damn it, I just got this little submachine gun. <laughs> but uh, it's a really fun game. That's a good one uh, to look into if you're especially a fan of zombies, which a lot of people are. Yeah, so. I'm not, but yeah. I, I'm not huge into it, but I enjoy the game so much that it made me a zombie fan in a way. Because yeah. it's really fun. Well, there's a lot of zombie movies now you can yeah. catch up on. <laughs> there are a lot of zombie games, too. In fact, a lot of gamers complain there are so many zombie games. So, But this is one that's definitely I'd recommend. It's so fun when I go over to their house and play it. And um, it's, it's cool because they, like, even uh, my friend, he taught his girlfriend how to play it. She doesn't like playing board games, but he's like, oh, you got to try this game, though. And nice. she plays it. That's awesome. I don't know if she knows what she's doing ever, but yeah. she's just like, oh, I rolled well and I killed something. That must <laughs> <Yeah>. be good. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, I think it's time. Um, we spent a ridiculous amount of money this time on our mail sack oh, yep. graphic. And um, I'm not sure what else to say. To <laughs> It's time right. for the Jupiter mail sack. It should have music. I don't know. It doesn't, though. Oh, no. Here we go. Do 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 do. Might have some now. Nope. Nope. Uh, I'll okay. make some. Do 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 do. Mail sack. <laughs> the, the mail sack. Not a real show. Mail sack. Perfect. There you okay. Go. Wow. Yep. All right. I think we might need to uh, get a refund on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Chris, you might want to. Yeah. Call him up. Oh, he said he totally told me it would not have music. Okay, well, anyway. Oops. Little Guff writes, Good morning, Angela. Just thought I'd send a quick update to our summer project, which, if you recall, the last Bo Show was the Summer Project Awards. I sent mine in. Part one was... Basically do nothing. <laughs> Part one was completed yesterday at, uh, let's see, 3.07 p.m. His daughter was born. Ooh, Baby congrats. Isabel was born, weighed six pounds, four ounces, and or maybe 6.4 pounds um, mom and baby both doing well and should be home today which was the day that he wrote the email so um, he has done the first part of his project which is awesome thanks for the update and congratulations and then Kenny writes and this is a more recent email um, hi Chris and Angela I'm weeks behind with everything at the moment but writing to thank you for your recommendation of Dan Carlin's hardcore history podcast some weeks ago have you checked that out Mm -mm. You probably should, being an unfilter fan. Yeah, I I hear you, you guys always, because really, I only listen to that, and uh, there's another like kind of political show that's on YouTube that I listen to, and that's basically it, and I always hear these other ones, I'm like, oh, yeah, I well, listen to these. Yeah, this isn't ne necessarily yeah. political, but it's um, history. Yeah, so, um, and as a history minor, at least, I'd be interested in that. Jeez, no kidding, <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, um, he's he continues to say, epic stuff. When I first went to download the episode, I thought it was um, video as the file size was so large. Three hours plus each one and absolutely riveting. So it's not video, it is audio. Right. Um, it's just super, it's hours long. Um, he said, I've always been interested in the First World War due to the fact that the house next door when I was growing up, there lived a gentleman who had served in one of the Highland Brigades throughout the whole conflict. Throughout all that time, he only suffered a leg wound. He would eloquently regale us with tales of his adventures a long time ago in far off lands, leaving out the more grisly aspects till we were older. Thus, Dan Carlin's World War I podcasts were the first I downloaded. They served well on a seven hour road trip up the west coast of Scotland just recently. That's the best time to listen to podcasts Seriously. is on the road. 
or in the air. Yep, I did that on my flight here. Yep. Um, I f- he said, I fit a lot of the podcast uh, fanatic criteria you m- you mentioned in that faux show, because <laughs> that was the Are You Addicted to Podcasts episode, um, except I don't normally have enough time to keep up with the many podcasts I follow. Currently, my podcast queue is sitting around 30. Um, some tidying up will be required soon. Keep up the good work, Kenny. So thank you for writing in, Kenny. That's awesome. I love I love hearing how some of our shows, as random as the topics are, how they impact your life. So um, the other thing is uh, the awards are coming up on yeah, August 3rd. August 3rd. Yeah, the next awards. So I wanted to know how and where do you watch Jupiter Broadcasting? Is it at your desk? Is it from the couch? Is it in the bathtub? Is it on your phone, your TV computer? And uh, what's funny is um, I literally got the first submission a couple minutes after I said, <laughs> after I announced what it was. Yep. Goat Herder took a picture of exactly how he was watching the faux show when I said, send in your submission. for." So, so um, I'm watching it when you ask. Yeah, if you're watching right now, <laughs> pick up your phone. Take a selfie. Take a picture and yeah, or, or, and or a selfie uh, with Jupiter Broadcasting in the background. And uh, email it to Angela at jupiterbroadcasting.com with uh, a brief description. B- include your IRC, Nick, if you have one, and a brief explanation. Um, it would be great. I always love hearing how... Uh, our male viewers get their wives to watch because women don't seem to be uh, watching podcasts too much. I always hear about, I had to get her, I had to get her, I had to struggle to get her to watch it, but now she watches it and she loves it. So I love hearing those stories. So that is it. Was there anything last, last, last what? Last? Yeah. That was before this show. I know. Maybe it's tomorrow. Uh, maybe. Okay. Who knows? Well, is there anything <laughs> else that you wanted to talk about uh, for the board gaming? Uh, no. G- just enjoy your games out there. People go out and play them, um, especially if you play Cards Against Humanity like we did on the faux show. That's a fun yes. game. Go check it out. Yes. You can play that free online even. It's like actually what I was going to do last week for mm-hmm. the show, but I was sick. So um, look forward to possibly an episode of that soon. So thank you so much for coming in mm-hmm. studio. It's awesome to finally meet you in person. It was fun. Yeah, good. All right, well, that's it for this episode of The Faux Show. We'll see you next week. Live long and prosper. <laughs> can't, can't do it right, though, sorry. Did you enjoy this Faux Show? Well, guess what? You can catch more at jupiterbroadcasting.com and subscribe to the weekly RSS feed. I'm really polite like when I'm in a car. Like we'll just be driving around, and if there's awkward silence, I'll just turn to the car next to us and go, "Hello," <laughs> just just so everybody in the car can hear. Nice. Okay. And the car next to you? No, usually the windows up. Yeah. But, but I'll, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll so. just say I'll just yeah. say it to break the awkward silence in our car just by saying hi to them, <laughs> and everybody will look and be like, "Why'd you say hi to them?" That's I'm being polite. That's awesome. That's great.